There is a pregnant man in WWE. Who is it? And who got this man pregnant? Tom Segura says wrestling is the stupidest thing he's ever seen. Then he takes it back. More fickle than Brandon's wrestling opinions. If it's one thing I can't stand, it's a comedian who says wrestling is fake. <laughs> Alberto Del Rio's domestic assault sheds light on the fact that he's a bigger piece of shit than we thought. Who won their respective Money in the Bank matches? And did one of them cash in already? An absolute legend is coming to AEW's Double or Nothing. Who is it? And does Brandon even know who they are? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> Speaking of legends, a huge names contract has expired with WWE. Will he show up in AEW? And why did my opinion on the matter completely break wrestling Twitter? All this and more on a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. Kenny, it's Izzy the Prodigy here. Kenny, Brandon, what's going on? Chris Van Fleet here. I hope the episodes just keep getting better and better and better and stacking them up like New Day pancakes. It was a big accomplishment of your podcast. So send me a thank you, write me a nice letter, tweet me, DM me, FaceTime me. I'm Facebook for Christ's sake. Why, why are you? Why were you giggling like a schoolgirl like during our intro? Like the whole time you're the intro's playing, you're like, you're like, <laughs> it's like you were thinking up something stupid to say like right away. Just, just spit it out, Brandon. Just, just, just spit it out. I don't know why I'm laughing. There's something. Maybe I thought you were gonna like insult me or something, and so it's like I'm just like trained to like. It's like, it's, like, inside and start it's like laughing Pavlov's dog. He's like yeah. Pavlov. What happened to my lights, by the way? Did you see that? I saw it like red. It's like the demon. There's, there's a like, brown out in the performance center. Right. They're working there's, out the, the, uh, the floodlights the just came right in. Now, yeah. and, Somebody uh, flipped those circuit breakers. <laughs> I don't know. I literally just turned red as soon as we went on air. And it's not me. It's, it's not me. It's the light. <laughs> It's the light, everybody. Oh, look at the chat. Rant time, rant time. <laughs> what were you expecting me to rant on, guys? What, what am I supposed to rant today? I'm like, I'm in a good mood. Brandon hasn't pissed me off particularly yet. Nothing it'll, wrong. It'll Nothing come. wrong it'll with come. it. It'll come. It'll come, yeah, probably. It'll come. Maybe around eight minute mark. <laughs> so, so it's going to go wrong. Uh, but yeah, what are, what are the people fired up about, man? What do they think you're going to rant about? I think you got some opinions. They want to hear your strong opinions. I, I've, had, what is this? I've had a lot of opinions this week. I guess I guess we should start off with the oldest one because this happened uh, last Friday after our episode went uh, off air. We got Tom Segura, quote unquote comedian, a guy who thinks he's funny but is really not, uh, <laughs> saying that. And I'm going to read this verbatim. Uh, so I'm going to use the R word here. You all. Forgive me ahead of time here. I'm just reading it verbatim because he thought this was funny. He goes, I think wrestling's for fucking retards. I think it's the fucking stupidest shit. It's fake and you're a fucking idiot. They're not real fights. These are just stunt people. That's what he said. Are you kidding me? Like... (laughs) Like it's more so like I the thing is the thing is with me like okay uh, people expected me like wrestling in the dark especially message me he's like oh, I can't wait to hear your rant on this and here's the thing I don't have a rant for this because Tom Segura knew what he was doing he wanted to poke the bear he wanted to 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 cause a reaction but I don't think he realized how big the wrestling community is and that 
literally this would cause probably the biggest backlash of his career he thought it might get him some fame it did the exact opposite it literally was like just not <sighs> Go ahead, right brother. now did he just get straight like you know heat from sort of wrestling fans or did he get a little heat from like sort of Compared it to the Special Olympics and throwing that that, stuff around. That's kind of my point. Like, we go back to the yeah. Jeffrey Hume, like, racist video, you know, Stephanie Freeman. I want to put their names out there so that you all remember them if you see them in public to slap them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, my thing is, like, okay, maybe it was, it would have been funny if you didn't start saying the word retards, special, like, compared to the spe special, uh, special Olympics say things like that it's like the irony is you're calling people quote-unquote retarded but you're stupider than anybody in this situation because you thought this was funny you thought this was humor you know and it's like right. you, you like was it know. was it an edgy bit like no it, was that, it like even edgy funny or was it just sort of like uh, you've heard stuff like this before right kind of right like eh. that's what i'm getting at it was like Literally. it was lazy yeah. i'm not even arguing against the fact that like uh, the content of what he said it was just like really guy you went there like you really thought that was going to be funny in 2020 like no one the the argument that wrestling is dated or wrestling uh sorry is fake is so dated it's archaic We've known Vince McMahon went on TV and said wrestling is fake. <laughs> you know, we we think that insulting your intelligence is passe. You know, Vince McMahon said all of that. So for people to say wrestling is fake in 2020, um, it's 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 disgusting. <laughs> and look at this comment in the chat. I don't believe yeah. this. this is Kyle Masters. I know it's him. It's got to <laughs> yeah. be him. He says Kenny sucks. I'm only uh, here for Brandon. Uh, I just want to know why he's a masochist. Uh, why is he a masochist? This lighting's bothering me, by the way. <laughs> we'll go, Brandon, you yeah. rant a little bit. We'll go fix this light. It's it's the lighting. That's, that's what I like about it. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess the content of what he said wasn't, like, wrong or anything. It was a silly bit. You know, we've heard stuff said like this before. Uh, it's just funny that he sort of got heat for it, and now you're saying that he's sort of backtracking. I'm like, why would you do that as, like, a comedian? Like, you got to stick to your, your guns. Like, why are you sort of backpedaling on yeah, it now? And, and, and that, that's <laughs> where I really lost respect for him, too, because it was like, it'd be one thing to say, guys, I was fucking kidding. Right. Like, guys, calm down. Like, like just, damn. Just, yeah, like, I was just trying to be guys, funny. Yeah. Shit. And just said it like that, but instead he's like, guys, I love professional wrestling. Wrestling's the best. I watch it all the time. It's like, you say it like that, I'm like, I don't believe you. Like, you know, you can't even name a wrestler. He's like, I like that. He's like, I like that Roman Reign guy. You know, like... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get, yeah, the, it could have been funny, I guess, maybe a few years ago but yeah like you said like now it, it probably doesn't go over and then compared to the special olympics probably I think, yeah that's go it like too, wrestling, yeah. the, the wrestling being like, fake stuff but it's like you start using yeah. like these r words and and and, and special olympics and it's <laughs> like okay not funny right but my, my whole thing is like dude he doesn't he doesn't even deserve the attention he was getting wrestlers were, were, were going off on him oh, and that's why he issued an apology i don't think he realized <laughs> i don't think when people tweet right sometimes they don't they yeah. don't realize that it'll get all the way to the sources you know what i mean so if like right. when, when i say something about jd from ny i know damn well one of his followers can post this and and show him but right. that little bitch ass blocked us a long time ago because he doesn't like, <laughs> he is ignorant to other people's opinions. It must be nice to live in that kind of world. Got blocked. 
for well, saying the truth everybody it's bro. one of, I, we don't get blocked by everybody <laughs> like wrestlers actually a lot of wrestlers follow us he's the one guy that like blocked us so i mean come on now so it's more about him <laughs> than i'm not one of those though that go on wrestling twitter and brag about the amount of people that blocked me <laughs> <laughs> but, Did, speaking, uh, but speaking the of special twitter, olympics block uh the comedian though that's what i want to know i i hope so i hope so <laughs> Man, really, how did you good yeah no i was gonna say uh since we're sort of getting into these topics these controversial topics i wanted to know how you broke twitter wrestling twitter you want to get into that right away jeez yeah jeez i was gonna uh, i was like, gonna go into a different topic but brandon brandon wants to start hot and heavy brandon doesn't know, know brandon doesn't know how to build up to things on. no no here's yeah. the thing <laughs> if, if this podcast <laughs> were sex right brandon would, doesn't know how to make love right brandon brandon goes straight into the meat and potatoes he's like all right are we doing this or not and it's like brandon like, right, you need you need some yeah. foreplay you need you need to kind of warm up a little bit uh, warm up. by the way fernando says jd blocked me too yes we me and, me and <laughs> oh, fernando no. no me and fernando actually he if he doesn't remember this uh if he doesn't remember this we got blocked on the same day <laughs> Because I said Twitter. something, he blocked me, and then Fernando blocked. supported me, and then he blocked him. Oh, no, Fernando. Uh, <laughs> Wrestling in the Dark says, to be fair, I would block you, I just can't find the block button. <laughs> I see your point there, Wrestling in the Dark. I love this guy, but... <laughs> Brilliant. Wrestling in the Dark and me are cut from the same cloth, okay? I know. What? Don't get blocked wrestling in the dark, okay? You you stay good out there. But I want to polite. <laughs> Let's talk about Twitter, Brandon, since so, you don't even yeah. you don't even go on Twitter, but to have a burner account and <laughs> yeah, slide in, in I, famous I girls know, DMs. Uh, the first thing I want to say is from from AEW Dynamite. I did uh I we did get a little retweet ski here from from Doctor Britt Baker <laughs> because oh, I said because Doctor Britt Baker was a. Uh, she lost the match because she was giving uh, Lockjaw <laughs> Lockjaw to Chris Statlander uh, outside of the ring. So Sheeta got the pinfall on Penelope Ford. So I said, "Wow, uh, Doctor, you know, Doctor Britt Baker cares more cares about her patients more than the AEW Women's Championship. How lucky that she was there to help Chris Statlander with that chipped molar at ringside." So of course she retweeted that. See, that's uh, my thing, right? Look at that. That's my thing. Is like, okay, yeah. and I, I don't say this in like people are always like, "Man, you get retweeted by wrestlers." I'm like, because. It's, you gotta treat wrestlers like people, right? Like you don't. I don't. I, there's no. There's there's no rocket science here. It's not like, hey, Doctor Britt Baker, really love your character, big fan. It's like you can only hear that so much before you're like, cool, I appreciate you, but like you offer no substance. It's almost like small talk, right? But if you say something like stupid, like I did, which is funny and and, and literally just you know being stupid obviously like i'm portraying like a heel myself by saying like wow what a great woman she is by you know helping her patients and things like that <laughs> like then she might sit there see it on her phone and go ha that's pretty funny retweet you know i, I didn't that. i didn't really say anything of substance i was just going along with <laughs> being stupid I, like like brandon you know that's why people that's why there's people in the chat right now that really like brandon he you offers know. he offers the stupidity to my you know Intellect. <laughs> People said it. There's an art to this, guys. You know, you, you can't just go out there begging like a two dollar. You know what? You know, you just gotta. Sometimes you gotta be yeah. a little witty with it. Yeah, yeah. Yet Brandon doesn't know how to talk to girls. Like, like, like everything Brandon just said. If you realize that, like that applies to to girls, he'd be he'd be set. Brandon goes up to girls. He's like, uh, uh, I'm really uh infatuated uh with your with your with your feet. 
Uh, they're really nice. Our friend Cody, you think I'm joking? Our friend Cody, we we had just met his girlfriend Amanda. But just say it, so you know I'm not oh, lying. Man. We we were in Gainesville, Florida. We just meet his girlfriend Amanda, Amanda, and he looks at Brandon. And he goes, Brandon, uh, what do you you know? Wants his approval, right? He's like, what do you think? What do you think of her? Brandon goes, uh, yeah, she uh, she has a really nice uh, uh feet. I just remember that hand mo. I remember that hand motion. I just remember that hand motion. I'm like, what in the blue hell? You really got nice feet. He just puts his hands up. It's like really. She's a very nice girl. Dude, oh man, I remember one time it was really bad. It was kind of embarrassing. We were at <laughs> we were at Barnes and Nobles, I think it was. Yeah, we were at Barnes and Nobles, and this poor girl, she was sitting there like studying, like you know, having her coffee tea, and uh, you know the you know the gentleman there like put you up. They're like, hey man, go go talk to her, you know, go go smack some games. So I'm like, dang it. It's like I had to do it. Wait, wait, wait. Those aren't home. friends because you're <laughs> supposed to be studying. And further your education, and instead he's like, "Hey, watch Brandon go fail with this girl." <laughs> no, no, I should have known better. I should have held back, but I was like, "All right, I, I can't, I can't let him down. All right, I'm gonna do this." But it was like, "How do, how do I approach? I, I don't, I can't just go to the stick. She's like, she's trying to study." So I was like, "All right, here's my game. I'm gonna go buy a pastry." <laughs> and then I'm gonna walk up with it like that, right? So that way it doesn't look too obvious. It, it already, so it's went, already obvious, yeah. but I go ahead. <laughs> it's already going to hell. Yeah, so I, I bought the pastry and I come up to her. I'm like, hey, excuse me, like, uh, would you like a, a whatever, like a crumpet or whatever it was that I bought? <laughs> she, <laughs> she like looks up at me, bro. <laughs> she, she's like, no. And she's like, no, I, I'm good. I'm sorry. And then she immediately just like looks back down and gets back in her study. And I was like, ah, I was done. It was just came over. I had to, I had to walk away with the tail tucked between my legs. Uh, if it makes you feel better, right? I didn't want, yeah. I just, uh. If it makes you feel better, I don't usually talk about my uh, failures, but I, I was out with our friend, the Marty Moore. And uh, I, I thought this girl was really cool. We'd been there multiple times. It was like a, a, a frozen yogurt shop or something. And like I remember, like you know how I am, I could talk, right? Like I just, yeah, yeah. I could just kind of go. But then I got up to like the register, and I was like, you know, like ringing out, and I was just like, hey, hey, how are you? Like how how have you been? Like I was like doing that number, you know, because she was like really cute. And then, uh, and then it's something I was like, I, I, I you know, if, if maybe maybe I could get like your number or something. And then she kind of looks at me, she's like, I don't know. And I was like, ah, like, but I knew it was you, like, it was, I knew it was my fault moment. because of how I approached it. Like, if I had just yeah. been like cool, calm, collected Kenny, I would literally would have just been like, been like, all right, cool. Hey, we talked a couple times. I kind of want to talk to you outside here. What's up? What's up? You know, yeah, like yeah. it would just been like it should have just been like that easy, but instead it was like you know I went into Brandon Brown mode. I was like, <laughs> uh, I bought this pastry, and uh, I just uh, you know I, I was wondering if you wanted to partake in its creaminess. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just awkward. You can't say things like that. You know, you know. You know I mean, oh, women man. in the chat right now. We got we got a couple Kill. women in the chat. You know, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Brandon, Brandon can't you know talk to women, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you said Brandon don't I, do that I, did, yeah. I don't want to cut you off uh, uh, <laughs> Hollis see you see Hollis says oh yeah. Kenny got nervous when I get nervous <laughs> Brandon it's charming when you get nervous it's like oh, what's, what's this deviant doing you know <laughs> yeah. is it going to offend her or something yeah I gotta just uh, dang it so let's, a little work on it man let's start off with this since we're talking about uh, AEW and, and stuff um, yeah. so Sting the legend uh, that WWE's contract has expired uh, is Sting. So he this was kind of broken on the Major Brothers podcast. That is the former Zack Ryder and f- former Kurt Hawkins. Um, they basically said, um, you know, they got word that uh, Sting's 
figure was pulled from the new legends line and they were kind mm-hmm. of trying to figure out why seems like his contract expired things are adding up he's retweeting stuff from cody things like that now i've seen a lot of people say he should go to AEW and be a manager cool i'm okay with that but i saw a lot of people saying like something about sting wrestling and i'm like these are the same fans you know and i'm not talking about the whole <laughs> AEW fan base but it's like these type of fans these toxic ones are like the same people who are like undertaker's too old to wrestle and i'm like isn't sting like six years older than the undertaker so i posted this caused apparently Mm. the biggest backlash because i got to see who's really insecure (laughs) (laughs) did you get blocked you got blocked by a lot of people no it did it did it but oh okay that's good they don't have the balls to block me brandon um, but here, I said, I find it funny how AEW fans can call a wrestler like The Undertaker old, washed and washed up, and say he shouldn't wrestle, then suddenly Sting becomes a free agent, and they want him to come to AEW, a legend that is six years older than Taker. Here's a thought, and then, of course, I, re- I have it on the second line. Here's a thought. Respect these legends and their career no matter what. It disgusts me that wrestling fans think they can disrespect someone when they work for a company they don't like, then suddenly, quote-unquote, stand them when there's a chance of them coming to their favorite company. So the point I was trying to make is about respecting wrestlers. I I also, I, and I posted another thing underneath it, which is I don't like the opposite, which is like, you know, you got, I give an example. You got someone like Ricochet and Will Ospreay, let's say, right? And people watch their match and say, oh, that's flippy shit. Look at them, those stupid (laughs) indie marks, those, those indie fucks and blah, 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 blah. And then they come to WWE and, 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 and WWE fans suddenly are like, yeah, Will Ospreay's always been amazing and, and Ricochet's awesome. Yeah. And it's like, guys, like, <laughs> didn't you just call them like indie marks? Didn't you, you know, didn't you just say that they're doing all this but flippy lucky. shit? Like what changed just because they come to quote unquote your favorite company. Now you think they're the best. Uh, you see that in sports a lot. You know, you got Randy Johnson playing for like the Diamondbacks <laughs> and everyone thinks he's the devil. You know, which is which is fine when people say like, ah, oh, man, Randy Johnson, he's good, but I don't, I, you know, I, I hate him because he's so good. That's yeah. one thing. But then people are like that old fuck, blah blah blah. He can't pitch, and then suddenly he comes to the, like the Yankees, and the people Yankees. are like, yeah, Randy Johnson's the best. Were you one of those guys where you mark it out when, he, when the well, Yankees I, picked I thought, him up? I thought I was like, but I've always been like that in sports. Like I've always been like, okay, I know this guy's cool. He's not a part of my team, so I'm like, like I wish he was. But, like, I don't disrespect them either, you know? Like, LeBron James, you know, when he went back to the Cavs, you know, even though he was a part of a Florida team, the Miami Heat, I didn't go, stupid LeBron James, fuck him, he's a flopping piece of shit. (laughs) No, it was just like, cool, like, he won his championships, he went back, I'm still a huge fan of LeBron James. Uh, I was always a Lakers fan, now he went to the Lakers, so there you go. It's like, I guess my mentality is like, including sports, a job, people in real life, anything, you never know when you're going to see these people again or, or, or what. So it's like, keep the respect because, you know, I've said it before in the past, like there's people in high school that, you know, I talked to when quote unquote people didn't talk to them. And now in my adult life, they're doing business with me or they're helping me out with opportunities. And it's like, man, if I was a dick back then, because these people couldn't help me, that's, and that says a lot about people to me. Is like, it's not about what you say about a person who's in a position to help you. Or so in other words, like your favorite company, the company you watch. It's not about the words you say then. It's about when they're in a position where they can't help you. They're with a company you don't like. For example, like maybe I'm not the biggest New Japan fan. 
But I didn't sit there and go, AJ Styles should never come to WWE because he's in New Japan. <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand people's thinking. And, um, right. yeah, no, like, no, with... I like. I want to read this comment. Yeah. Wrestling in the Dark says it's how I always feel with people who says uh, who say Vince is so old he should retire. Like imagine running your own super successful company and people saying you should give it up because you're old. <laughs> and that's kind of what I'm getting at. It's like I don't. I don't. That's another thing, right? And it's controversial, right? But like I don't like the people disrespect Vince McMahon. And it's like my thing is like yeah, like Vince probably has had some crappy ideas. That's not what I'm saying. Like, just because I say don't disrespect Vince McMahon doesn't mean, like, I think every... I don't know why it's so black and white for everybody. You know? Just because I say don't disrespect him. Oh, well, Kenny loves Vince McMahon. He thinks he does no no wrong. (laughs) Brandon's a perfect example of that not being true because I'm friends with Brandon. I let him in my house. But I know he does wrong. It, but it's his redeeming qualities <laughs> that I that that make up for it, right? So with Vince, uh, it's like I know how much he's done. For you to even have an opinion on the business right now is because of Vince McMahon. You know what I mean? Vince McMahon took wrestling to the point where he just magnified it to a whole different level, brought it into the mainstream. So when you say, "Yeah, Vince should retire," and maybe he's a little out of touch, cool. But as long as you don't say, like, fuck Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon's the devil, Vince McMahon, you know, is, is so detrimental to the wrestling business. Like, mm-hmm. fuck, man. <laughs> like, how are, you, how are you all in relationships? You know what I mean? Like, like, you know the term for better or for worse? Like, with your spouse? I don't know if you all think it's always going to be so, so hunky-dory and your relationship's going to go good. There's going to always be rough patches and you got to work them out. There's rough patches in creative with WWE. There's rough patches in there's I'm gonna spoil this for you right here, whoever's an AEW yeah. fan. There's going to be a lot of rough patches in AEW with four wrestlers running everything at playing execs. That's not a knock mm. on them. It's just there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. There's going to be a little bit of discombobulation. I'm spoiling that right now. And you are you gonna turn your back on AEW? No, you shouldn't. You're literally going to be like, all right, let's get through this. Especially because you might get Sting. So, right, you, you, might, you might get Sting. <laughs> like sting. Now, were you sort of sad? I mean, you know, he, he got in the Hall of Fame and everything. Are yeah. you sort of satisfied with his WWE run? Or do you still think they should have given him more to do? And maybe if he ends up at AEW, he can sort of redeem I, himself. Is it as bad as sort of like the taker matches where it's like, all right, uh, hopefully he gets one more match to sort of make up for this. Do you have any of those feelings about staying? See, maybe the one problem I have is I'm always very, let me see what happens. I'm okay with being in sting, being in a manager role. I'm okay hmm. with sting being in a, a damn um, wrestling role. I'm just totally okay with it. I just want to see what he does. I just have faith that Sting is a good enough wrestler that it wouldn't it wouldn't stink up the joint. But that being said, it's like I also don't want him to put his health on the line. But like I trust that Sting wouldn't put his health on the line. If mm. he feels like he can go, he'll go. This if you're asking me what I think will happen, I don't I think he'll just come in and be an advisor. I don't think he's going to come in and be a wrestler. Not be on TV or anything like that. And if he does wrestle, I think it's just a one and done. Like a one big match with a name that, like, is... I I don't know. Who who, could he wrestle that would just be enough of a name value? Would it be, you know, could it be Cody? Would it be, like, something, um, you know, akin to, like, Sting facing Dusty? 
or do you do you bring in like you know like who would who would he face in AEW if if, if you really think about it? Damn, it's hard. Maybe maybe Cody and then have like Lance Archer interrupt it somehow and like sort of get that angle in there. Maybe they could do something like that. I think it'd be possible. But I mean, it would be. I I I think he could. Yeah, he's still healthy enough. I think he's been out long enough that I think he could probably do another match and it would be okay. But who's to say? Yeah. Right, right. I mean, he's and you know, for for those wondering, he got the same thing. Um, I'm pretty sure that Edge and stuff had, and obviously we saw Edge come back. Um, Sting, uh, the the biggest difference with Sting, and I don't know if this will hurt or help. Edge had lived without the surgery, the second surgery, for a while, almost kind of like just let it happen, and then finally one day said, "Okay, I'll go in." And so he did it, and all the pressure was taken off the spine, and he stopped having headaches and things like that. So I don't know if that's a better way of what Sting did, because Sting went in for the surgery right away. So it's like, you you know, I'm not a doctor, I don't profess to be, but it's like, is that better or that worse? Because he took the pressure off right away. Whereas, you know, I guess in Edge's case, he almost like let it heal and then kind of did it. So I almost feel like maybe Edge did it a better way in my opinion but i i don't know i mean hey at the end of the day this is this is the blunt answer at the end of the day right. anybody who's critical of sting be wrestling again would go completely crazy the minute his music hit for a match whether you're a wwe fan or whether you're an aew fan you'd go insane but speaking of which get your sting figures <laughs> while you can <laughs> right before wwe takes him off the line but speaking of uh legends coming to aew it was announced that uh presenting the tnt uh championship would be one mike tyson iron mike iron mike tyson and uh it was man uh i had a fan go off there on twitter too he was just like this i don't understand why they're bringing in someone so irrelevant blah 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 and i was like that's like calling jordan irrelevant right now like, Mike Tyson might arguably right. be, you know, the greatest boxer that ever lived. I think only one, you can only argue one more name after that, which is Muhammad Ali. So it's like, if you're in that upper echelon, how, how is he relevant? It's not like he's coming in and wrestling a match. Like, he's presenting a title, like, for a couple minutes in Vegas, where he's known. Like, come on. Right. I, 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 yeah, he's still got some celebrity and star power. I mean, that would even help AEW out, just the, the exposure of that, that alone. I don't think he's, like, completely, yeah, irrelevant that it wouldn't benefit he's, them at all. Also, I would argue that he's more relevant than someone like a Jordan because Mike, I, Mike Tyson's taken on acting roles. He's, right. he's kind of crossed over, you know, I mean, I start with the hangover when Mike Tyson was in that, like people, there's a whole generation of people that know Mike Tyson from the hangover and, and thought right. he was hilarious. Uh, it's just, guys, I, I just don't understand like how people can't see the business aspect. It's like, it's just to bring more, or, more eyes to AEW. You find out Mike Tyson is, is uh, presenting a title, you know, it, it pays off more people tune into the pay-per-view just for something, something like that. Right. I, I don't know if I saw this correctly, but he might've been training or something i think there's some i heard that there, i heard those rumors too yeah so hopefully maybe he can do something physical which would be cool you know if he just hits like punches cody in the face I'm, or something i just want him to come back 
to boxing, win the heavyweight championship, and then retire again and have a Mike Tyson grill. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm looking forward to the Mike Tyson lean, mean, fat, reducing. I'm talking about George Foreman, guys. For anybody, yeah, I was going to say, for anybody that's unaware, George Foreman came back in like 94, won the title again. And then, uh, same thing Tyson's basically trying to do, I guess. Um, Ron cooking the chickens on his grill. So, so guys, I apologize. I, I told this to Brandon before we came on air. It's like, I, I feel like I need to fix my context because I can't see the chat as well today. So maybe I'm getting old. Oh no! Maybe my vision's blurred, or may yeah, maybe my oh. vision's blurred because I spent too much time on wrestling Twitter. It's hard to <laughs> it's hard to see things clearly after you've been on wrestling Twitter for so long. He's straightening his eyes, man. Oh man! But anyway, uh, let's get into this, Brandon. What's the next topic you want to talk about here? Speaking of some other craziness, oh yeah. man, how about this guy? The Sami Zayn got his title taken away. So Sami Zayn, I guess the reports, I don't know who to believe because I guess you, you get one report that Sami was kind of um, um, not wanting to come to TV because of health concerns, you know, obviously with COVID, things like that, which I believe. I, but then there's other things that he might be injured and things like that. I don't know if WWE would just strip him because he doesn't want to come to TV. Uh, I don't know. But then again, the, the rumor is that Roman, um, Roman, you know, Roman basically is erased from history right now because uh, he didn't want to come to TV. So I don't know what to believe on this. You know, um, Sami Zayn, but Sami Zayn's very opinionated. He's always, he always has been. Um, so I, I kind of do believe, you know, he might uh, not want to show up to TV. But uh, I don't know. We got, is, we got, now, is, now we got is, good. Yeah. Is that, you know, sort of fair to, to the company? Like, you know, they're sort of relying on certain guys to be around and it's like they can't show up for it's the a, reason or take. they pull out that's a good take and it's like you you got to walk that line of like is wwe the big big bad guy here because people are looking at it as like wow i can't believe they did that to Sami Zayn, and it's like guys i mean the way they look at it is they have responsibility to the fans if they have a title that they feel should be defended you know they want to pull it from Sami Zayn and 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 put it as a part of another storyline then cool but then you have the argument, which I've seen a lot of people make, and it's true. When Andrade got suspended, how come they didn't just strip him of the title? And then it's like, okay, in that case, WWE had a long-term yeah. storyline, I guess. It, yeah. But Is it, it because he could have made it back sooner? Like, he could be on TV sooner since it was only... That's like, very whatever, true. As it was a 30-day like, suspension. Sami yeah. Zayn might be gone for 60 it, to 90. God, yeah, just kidding. So maybe that maybe that factored into it. Fuck, At least I Sami Zayn might be sitting out his contract. You know what I mean? And then go to AEW. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? When, yeah. I don't know how he didn't get heat for that. Like, you could ask me anything. You could ask me about AEW. Because <laughs> that was in the script, man. I still think that was scripted. It was the third hour of Raw when they were trying yeah. to do the like the like controversial like attitude yeah. era esque third hour of Raw. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's trying to generate some buzz of heat. Uh, speaking of wrestlers going away, we got another big one. It looks uh, like the Messiah uh, <laughs> has been up to something. What the hell? Look, all I'm saying is uh, he ended Sting's career, right? <laughs> Listen, he ended Sting's career. He injured Finn Balor, 
And he got Becky Lynch pregnant. So the problem I have with Steph Rollins is that he's always working too stiff. <laughs> he's a stiff man. He's a very stiff man. He works stiff, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I knew I'd catch you what with that one. What is he doing? He's um, on a freaking tear, man. What is this guy doing? He's burning everything down. He's burning it down, damn it. The whole uh, damn company. Held hostage by this guy. So let's, let's talk about this. Obviously, it was announced on Monday that Becky Lynch had a major announcement. I'm not going to say who because I, I am kind of friends with him on, on Twitter, but I'm going to call attention to his post because I strongly disagreed with it. Uh, by the way, Wrestling in the Dark agrees with your assessment on Andrade about uh, he was going to be back sooner is why. So for once in, in his life, he agrees with you. So, <laughs> yes. Um, this, is, this is good day in the chat, man. Well, Alex Guerrero makes a good point. This is kind of what I was saying. He said, but Andrade was a suspension, which should be punished as opposed to staying safe during a pandemic. That's kind of, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of why I bring it up. It is a little controversial. By the way, Alex Guerrero uh, yeah. is our K-Cup of the Week, our fan of the week hey. this week. So shout out to him. He can leave all of his social medias or whatever he wants to follow. So I will post it on the description a little bit later. Yes. Yeah, but <laughs> Wrestling in the Dark says Seth just fucking the business in every way possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, damn it. So I'm saying. I don't understand it. That's what I'm saying. I <laughs> am having a kid. <laughs> I missed that laugh. Oh, I missed man. it. I missed that heel laugh. That remember in 2015. The real loud cackle. Uh, but yes, yeah, so so back to it. Um, back to it. They announced that Becky Lynch would have a major announcement. At first, it was that she was going to confront Asuka, is how they advertise it. You know, confront the Money in the Bank winner. Later that Monday, which obviously they knew about this, you know, in advance, because she's been pregnant for a little bit. But um, why... Wesley Turner says B cup, Alex, let's go. <laughs> I don't know if that was on purpose, but it was awesome. Um, so Becky Lynch yeah, has this major announcement and everybody starts speculating and everybody starts saying, oh my God, is she pregnant or, or is she injured? And you know, this person again, who will remain nameless did a post that was like, you know, just when you think there's a quality in the world, you have a woman who has a major announcement and everybody thinks um, that she's pregnant, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, hold on a second. <laughs> I said, look, you know, I'm going to preface this for everybody. I have a three-year-old daughter. You know, I saw her mother. I saw what her mother went through. Uh, I, you know, was there for the birth, you know, everything, everything. And there is no equality about birth. And what I mean by that is to say that there's equality between a man and a woman when it comes to, um, when it comes to the, the process, the gift that is birth is to diminish the woman's involvement in it. Because it is a very unique thing. I was telling this to Brandon. You know, it, 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 sure, a guy provides the, the, the seed. The, the, the seed, yeah, for lack of a better <laughs> yeah. term. But, you know, that's a very minuscule thing compared to, you know, you know having a, a baby in your, your uterus, or, or sorry, in your womb, sorry, not your, for like <laughs> nine months, giving yeah. birth, this whole process. No one, no man, even I as a dad will never understand the connection between a child and, and a mother. So again, I felt like saying there's no equality. It's like, well, how dare you? Like, how dare you like, like to diminish this? Like, this is a gift. This is a unique thing. This is a very, very special process, you know, that, that, um, a woman goes through. 
So that was my, my problem with the situation or, or, or what he said. And I was like, I, I guess you don't understand because, you know, you don't, you haven't seen a woman give birth or go through that or have a kid. I, th- I don't think you'll understand until someone has a, you know, until you're a dad. Um, and even then you might not understand. I, I, I made a point to try to understand it, if that makes sense. Um, now, that being said, it was like when someone, when a woman who is the women's champion says, I have a major announcement. And then you start doing the math and you go, she hasn't wrestled since WrestleMania, which was about two and a half months ago it was taped she's either injured or she's probably pregnant it's the only thing that can ha- it's the only thing that can happen and sure enough she and she comes out and you know she's emotional and i'm like okay like i know what's going on like because this is not i don't like i didn't suspect a career ending injury i think that news would have gotten out you know what i mean like that becky had gone to specialists okay. and been like you know fighting for her career that would have come out so i'm like okay this can only be one thing and it didn't look like she was crying because she was like sad it looked like she was crying because it was conflicting and sure enough oscar comes out and becky had had the briefcase and oscar's like what are you doing with my briefcase and she's like i knew you couldn't get this open but here opens it up and it's the women's title you know says that match wasn't for the the money in the bank it was for the title and she goes you know you be a warrior as the women's champion and i'm gonna go be a mom and all like the rumors are, and I believe it, that Asuka had no idea that all of this was going down. Asuka mm. was just told to go out with this Becky Lynch segment and, and, you know, do what she does. She had no idea that, you know, Becky was pregnant. So that was genuine. Like, you're pregnant? So some of that stuff might have been, yeah. Yeah, like, like genuine, you're pregnant? Like, oh, my God. And, and the genuine, no, genuine of, like, the hold the title and, like, oh, my God. Like, Asuka didn't realize she'd be women's champion. She just thought she's supposed to go out and, like, confront Becky about stealing her briefcase. And then I, I also, again, and and... and it really let me see I, who I don't want to say who pays attention, but like, I don't know. Like, I don't know why people have to get so offended if it at like me talking about this, this subject. So I said, Hey, you know, you got to look at, look at it from Becky's perspective. It was so conflicting. You know, she's leaving to, to do something. She's always wanted to be a mom is what she said. Mm. How, how happy she must be, but how conflicting must it be to know that, you know, you're leaving on top, longest reigning Raw Women's Champion, you're relied upon in the company. Bluntly, you don't know if you're going to get your spot back. As much as people say, well, Becky will get her spot back, try being Becky Lynch and telling yourself that. It's mm. not guaranteed that you come back and you just slot it into your spot. A lot of doubts happen, especially in, now that she's going from, you know, 100 to zero all of a sudden. She's just doing nothing. Um... So there's, there's a lot of doubt there. It's a lot, very conflicting. She wants to be a mom, but it's like do you, she doesn't want to give up her career. And I also pointed out the fact that Becky Lynch might never come back or she might not come back in a full tie capacity. You all don't know. Like, and I'm, I'm speaking as a dad. It's like your priorities completely change. And it's not like you go, I need to be responsible for my child. It literally becomes, well, nothing else matters but my child. Mm. And any parent in the chat or, or watching this episode knows what I'm talking about. It's like literally becomes everything in my life that I want to do is for this child. And of course, there's going to be the aspect of wanting to go back on the road and do that. But it's like, will it outweigh wanting to stay with with her child? And and let's throw that on to Seth Rollins for that matter. You know, will he <laughs> what kind of man will he become after yeah. they have a child? Will it be like Seth goes, you know, I've done everything I, I can ever do in my career. Let me take a break. You know. And then maybe come back in a couple of years so I don't miss the first couple moments of my child's life. 
you don't know guys you don't know and and it it was an amazing moment it was it was so beautiful and yet people were toxic about it on twitter well you know you you can't you can't assume for her and i was like i can i can safely speculate what's going on in her mind of course i can't assume for her but i can have an opinion i can be respectful mm. about it you know i'm not saying like like that i saw people go well she's gonna give up her career you know how women are it's like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> what's that like that's when you don't that's how you don't say things um it says brandon for reference think about yeah. the way you feel about your action figures <laughs> and then times that by 10 billion <laughs> Brandon, first of all, Brandon doesn't do have action, action figures, figures. All right? He, he, he plays with He-Man and Barbies. He-Man and Barbies, that's right, man. No, dude, I love I love my action figures, bro. You know, I had my Star Wars figures. We used to play with them out in the front lawn. And this kid in the neighborhood, he came over. I thought he was cool. He freaking stole my Boba Fett gun. All right? He took the gun from a Boba Fett. I was not happy about it. And I've been like... Bumped about it all these years, but I had another friend who was super cool. He also had some uh, toys collected. He had the Boba Fett still in the package. He was like, "Hey, you can have this." I was like, "What the hell?" Wow! Bright and my that day, man. Was when yeah. Brandon lost his virginity. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Guerrero asks Arcade Cup of the Week. He asks Becky's child to AEW. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, man, yeah, this is this is nuts with with Becky. I mean, it the, the timing's kind of weird, but maybe a good maybe it's sort of worked out. Good and bad, right? You know? I, I get what you're saying. Bad, yeah. It's like it's and I mean, let's assume you know she she goes away, you know, has her child, maybe she's out. You know, do you think she could come back and then you know say she comes back at like a WrestleMania or something? Like, how huge would that be? You know, this can only be yes. even bigger, you know, for a big character. And to bluntly, bluntly super people yeah. are going to get behind her. You know, this is, you know, you talk about right. humanizing a person. There's there's nothing more humanizing than, than someone having a child. Yeah. You know, especially for her female fan base, you know, that have kids, they'll understand, like, you know, what she went through. You know what I mean? Like, you can, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you can identify, you can empathize with that more. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you know, it's kind of like if you had a knee surgery or you had a like example, like I've, I like Emma, I really respect her because she posts about having psoriasis. I have psoriasis. So, um, you know, a skin condition, uh, an autoimmune deficiency, really, um, I have it. So when she does those posts, I really respect that. I almost feel like, okay, there's someone that is in the industry that I love that has something I have. So that being said, you know, in this case, the, you know, the beautiful, um, the, the beautiful birth of her child, you know, people have gone through births. They know what it's like to look at that child for the first time. And, and they'll really, that'll really resonate with people. And like you said, I mean, it, it's kind of a blessing in that sense. Like she went away when there's no crowd, um, you know, and she, oh man, it was heartfelt when she looked at the camera and said, you know, I'm going to miss you guys. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, like imagine like she comes back, they advertise her at a rumble or a mania, you know, one of those bigger crowd um, events and her music hits it the place will go insane not only because everyone's appreciative of being back at an event you know what i mean because i think i think the crowds are going to be a lot louder from here on out because i think i think this might be the best thing in terms of sporting events for our generation because i think we're going to really appreciate them more you know we're going to put the phone down and really react more um <laughs> wrestling in the dark says uh Brandon, when, when I was a kid, I got my bike stolen. I saw a kid with the same exact bike and got mad at him for stealing mine. 
Right. It was totally 100% that kid's bike, though. Yes, I think that's what happened to Brandon, too. <laughs> I think I think what happened, if I go dig up Brandon's yard right now, I think I'll go. Fi- I'll be finding a Boba Fett doll. And uh, that poor kid that Brandon accused for years, you know, the one who went home and told his mom, like, hey, can we go to Walmart and get a Boba Fett gun? You know, <laughs> it's, that's just Brandon's mentality. He just blames other people, you know? You know? But yeah, no, this is this, like hey, it's it's a little crazy, but if it had to happen, I guess now's the time for it to happen. And you know, wish her the best of luck. Uh, I don't know what this is going to be for Seth. Things get weird here. He already had sort of his character doing sort of weird stuff at the end of the show. You know, where he's just killing Ray Mysterio. What's up with Ray Mysterio dying every episode? <laughs> like, if it's not Andrade killing him, or if it's not Baron Corbin throwing him off of WWE headquarters, which, by <laughs> the way, by the way, uh, Ray Mysterio and Aleister Black are completely fine. Because it yeah. was k- explained in kayfabe that they were thrown onto a lower part of the roof that was six feet, uh, just six you know feet what? below. Yeah, we were talking about this. I was like, they shouldn't have even acknowledged it or brought it up. It's just like, <laughs> hey, they're WWE, like you said, they're WWE superstars. You know, they can withstand all sorts of craziness. It just left it, left it up in the air, left it as a mystery. <laughs> These guys survived getting thrown off the headquarters. Right. And, and my thing, dude, Brian Alvarez, oh my God. Uh, yeah, I can't take Brian Alvarez seriously anymore. Like the Brian Alvarez of Wrestling Observer. Can't take his ass seriously whatsoever. Because now it's like, okay, you're just biased against WWE. He's <laughs> he's like the poster child of like what I'm talking about, being toxic against the big E. And it's uh, literally, I mean, we saw Seth Rollins drive Rey Mysterio's eye uh, into the steps and it was bleeding and stuff. And they said, you know, that this was a very critical, uh, critical situation. WWE said it like that. Yeah. Well, Brian Alvarez goes on Twitter and sends out a nice little tweet that says, so let me get this straight. Rey Mysterio gets thrown off a of WWE headquarters and is fine, <laughs> but he gets an eye injury and he's in critical condition. You gotta, you gotta be kidding me. Like, Okay. And then Will Ospreay retweeted it. And I was like, guys, I get that you hate WWE, including you, Will Ospreay. But how stupid are you? Because they explained it in kayfabe the next night that they were thrown off of WWE headquarters. They explained that they were only thrown six feet onto another part of the building. It's like, guys, do you even do you even know what you're angry about? It, it's, I don't know. It was like, it's like, especially like Will Ospreay. It was like, come on, dude, you're better than that. Like you're like, I know Brian Alvarez is a stupid idiot, but it's like, come on. No. But I don't know. Like it's you're just gonna me. Get it's like, again, Kenny. You're gonna get his block blocked. me. I don't care. Brian Alvarez is out there posting misinformation, and he's just feeding into the negativity. And letting people like it that who blocked. just want to to hate on WWE hate on WWE, it, it was just it was just dumb. It was just dumb. And and I basically said, uh, guys, this I, I retweeted it and I said this was explained on Raw. Maybe you should pay attention. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and true. Mysterio, man, they keep killing this guy, gouging his eyes out. But, but speaking of like it's But speaking of characters, uh, Seth Rollins basically saying that uh, his character. Uh, was organic. Uh, this whole new character was created out of necessity after uh, Hell in a Cell, that really 
bad Hell in a Cell that everybody gives Seth Rollins shit for. They put that on him. They don't even put that on WWE. Um, mm. So, yeah. So, I mean, Seth Rollins ex- explaining that. Um, we got a couple other character changes. We got, like, MVP and Lashley starting to team up. And uh, rumor, rumors of Apollo Crews coming in into the into the fold. You down for that stable? It's happening. It's happening. You know, I wanted it to be in Titus Worldwide, man. It should still all be under Titus' oh, oh, umbrella. Oh, oh. But yeah, no, I'm fine with this. Look, it, Titus, or not that Titus, uh, Apollo Creed needs, you know, all the help he can get, especially after this. For <laughs> the injury. So let me talk about uh, what Wrestling in the Dark said. And this is yeah. this is this is exactly true. He said, "Yeah, seriously, one is a comedy spot in a big overblown quote-unquote cinematic match. One and then the next is meant to be a visceral moment done to drive the character forward in terms of Seth Rollins." Yes. That's why he, it's not good to compare even because like it was a fun cinematic match, he got thrown off the roof, but then they even went as, as far as to say, "Oh guys, he's not actually it's thrown off the roof." Away, right. You know, which they didn't have to, but they did. And then the next night was a real guttural moment of Seth Rollins being very vindictive and shoving his eye. They're completely separate. Completely separate. And yet someone like Brian Alvarez is like, they're so toxic that they can't see the difference in things. It's kind of like the difference between AEW's main event last week with the like hokiness and the golf carts and things like that versus a serious main event like they had this week. Like, they, you don't put them in the same category. But speaking of which, I mean, wanted to show you, um, well, I guess I don't have her prepared. Never mind. Brandon, keep uh, talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why, uh, hold on a second. I want to know why you still not feeling Brody Lee, bro. Why are you hating on Brody Lee? The, the reason I'm hating on Brody Lee is because, like, I don't know, I just don't like the Mr. Brody Lee aspect. It's like, I like everything else, but it's like, just drop you the, like the, Dark Order, just, uh, the, drop the Mr. McMahon stuff. It, it, that is what I'm saying, because I feel like it's just detrimental because the Dark Order is already a good enough gimmick without adding another gimmick to it, especially one of a, like a, you know, a parody nature. Right. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like that's So that's my thing. I really like Brody Lee. I like what they're doing with the AEW um championship i like what the, his feud with moxley so far i just don't like the fact that yeah it's like okay stop poking the bear we get it you got fired from wwe nothing nothing better than a wrestler poking fun at the fact that they failed at another wrestling company like to me it's detrimental to your character forget it show that you're strong like like look at moxley like moxley right. didn't go like he was anti-wwe but he didn't go on on this like you know vince thought i was wacky so i'm gonna be wacky in aew because then it would have okay. just been like, it would have buried himself. He'd have buried himself doing that. My opinion. No, he just came out with a whole different character. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we gotta, this is, this is a little, little uh, off topic, a little crazy, but okay. uh, what's going on with Alberto Del Rio? Crazy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the mugshot prepared, but uh, Al- Alberto Del Rio, uh, and fill me in where I forget, Brandon, was um, arrested on yeah. charges of sexual assault. And I don't have the dates uh, right. But um, Alberto Del Rio, basically, I guess he, he had accused his girlfriend of cheating on him. And then when she denied it, uh, th- started threatening her, put a sock in her mouth, th- you know, 
t- said that, you know, she better shut the hell up or he's going to take her son, her little son, and drop him off in the middle of the road. And then, the part, as, as if that wasn't bad enough, apparently for like the next 12 hours proceeded to sexually assault her. And this is crazy. I, I, like, I'm, I almost don't know if I want to say it like this, but I think you all understand what I'm talking about. Like, to me, it's one thing to rape somebody, which is really a horrible, horrible, life-changing act. But to, but to sexually assault somebody for 12 hours and make them fear their life in addition to just yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah, using objects, I mean. Yeah, like, like it, to me, it's like, I guess the way I'm trying to say it, it's like, it's like next level psychopath. Like, it, it's not just a one and done. It's like, I'm going to make you suffer. And I'm going gonna, I'm I'm gonna to make you miserable and I'm going to just ruin your life. If that makes sense, not to say that obviously mm. sexual assault in any form ruins someone's life, but it's like just this is just again like it's it's just it's next like a different level. level. Yeah. It's like it's like I don't want to say soci- sociopathic. I don't know. It's just like I'm, I didn't realize he was that crazy. Uh, it's just unbelievable. Like yeah. I was stunned when I heard this. Seen, yeah, remember like when he came into WWE, comes out, it's, you know the music, Alberto Del Rio, he comes out smiling, like he sort of seemed like. A normal guy, but I guess you just that goes back to the sociopath thing I just said. A sociopath is someone who looks charming, looks like, hey, like, you know, everybody wants to be with me and and things like that, but then has that side to themselves. And uh, that's kind of what I feel like, you know, and I I believe it. I believe, you know, what his ex-girlfriend says, because, you know, there was uh, reports of him uh, domestic assault in in regards to his former fiance, Paige. Right, and a yeah. lot of craziness there and it's just like I, I, even after that i was still like okay like I, if he comes back you know whatever maybe but like now i'm just like to me benoit his ass you know what i mean just like that's enough right. like that is like at what at what level do you yeah at what level do you just like not deal with this guy anymore it's like yeah and 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 people in the chat page made the right choice to leave him i agree yeah. This is horrible. This is horrible stuff. If it, I, I almost don't want to say it, but like Brandon was alluding to, like abused her with with objects in the in the uh, vaginal area, like things like that. You know, it's like like what you, yeah. What are you doing? Man, like it's one thing. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I guess it's to me. It's like one thing. And again, forgive me for what I'm about to say, because but I think you'll understand what I'm saying. It's it would be one thing to say like I'm gonna kill you, blah 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 sexually abuse her for five minutes and then leave that's still horrible but to let this go man i just can't get over that he did this from like 8 p.m to like 12 p.m the next day or something like that like that's like lock someone in your dungeon type shit yeah has it ever been in like any trouble like drugs or anything like that i don't think so but i guess okay and also here's my thing yeah maybe okay maybe here's my thing too um like it's one thing to be angry for an hour and then let it go, right. but to sustain that level of anger shows some severe psychological problems. To be angry for just days on end. Yeah, and Hollis says castrate him. I agree. That's kind of what I'm getting at. It's like, lock this guy up. And then it's like, he's like punching her in the back. It's, it's like, what? Yeah, what and I'm not, I haven't like, even got into the hell? actual physical abuse. On top of the sexual abuse, yeah, he's punching her, he's doing... It's like, how do you treat someone... Forget her gender. It's like, how do you treat someone like that, much less this was supposed to be someone you love, your girlfriend, 
Right. And you know, you're, I don't know. Like I, I lost all respect for Del Rio a couple of years ago, but this is just next level stuff. This is like, take him away from society type stuff, yeah. not just take him away from the wrestling business. So, uh, anyway, yeah, he, anyway, he needs some help, man. Especially when you see that mug shot in those eyes, bro. It's just yeah. like, wow. Okay. Those, those eyes scream like bad, something's bad, wrong. Yeah, yeah. he's got something going on here. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, I don't, I don't even know how to transition off of that, but let me let me let me yeah. transition with this. Um, happy Mother's Day to everybody, every mother in the chat, especially Hollis, because Hollis is always on here. Hey. Um, so happy Mother's Day to you, uh, belated Mother's Day, I should say. Um, now Brandon came over. Uh, on on Monday, and I said, you know, what did you get for your mom for Mother's Day? <laughs> Brandon, would you like to tell them what you told me? Well, yeah, I kind of, I was like, uh, you know, one of those things. But you know what happened? No, Brandon, that's Freaking. not what you said. You said, I didn't get her anything. <laughs> I know, I know. But what happened was, I lucked out. Uh, my sister saved the day. She been keeping up with it of course and she was like hey you know i'm gonna go order her some stuff you know c- you know pick it up for her. and brandon's uh, like brandon so i, I know like, what brandon yeah. did so brandon's like, like oh, yeah. here's my credit card toots <laughs> yeah. and that, that's it that's that's what brandon thinks love is he literally just said here's my credit card take it now get the fuck out of my sight but you know it's great i brought i brought stuff to my mother she's like oh you guys love me and all of a sudden i was like oh you know what yeah it's okay so hold on i'm gonna text her right now and be like <laughs> yeah i mean she doesn't need to know how it came about like brianna it's just as long as she's yeah yeah just your daughter but yeah no it, it ended up working out uh i mean it's weird times too because i mean there was places not really even open yet um and then some no, places it that is, are open, it is super weird doing weird social distancing stuff people getting in fights you know it's, so i did not- my best like you know all jokes aside i did my best to uh like when i went grocery shopping is when i bought flowers for my mother when i went and i bought them days in advance so that she wouldn't right. feel like you know oh you just got these i need to sanitize them you know i was, right, I was right, like right. got them days in advance uh, i bought her a gift through uh, again when i had my groceries delivered through amazon i bought some other things for her through that so i kind of just made it you know and and i don't want to say because it's not against my mom but like she already was in a place of like mother's day is gonna suck so I feel like mm-hmm. she made it kind of like that, that vibe. But I will say that I think we opened her up because my sisters spent um, all week with us uh, or with me, I should say, at my house. And we made her a card just to be stupid. Uh-huh. So, OK, so let me explain. My daughter, we, we had my daughter draw her mom a card. My daughter's three. So we had her trace her hand and write, you know, all kitty style. And so then we came up with the great idea. Like, <laughs> we're thir- I'm 31. My sisters are twins. They're 19. It's like, why don't we do that for our mom? So we wrote, we drew, you know, traced our hands and wrote our names all crooked. And so when my mom got it, and there was like a little picture of all of us in the front holding hands. And, uh, you know, so when, when my mom got that, she, um, she cried. So I was like, okay, good. Thank you. Like, finally, like, we want you to have a good Mother's Day. Like, it's not like the end of the world, you know? Um, so so that's good. And um, Brandon, did you tell Hollis Happy Mother's Day? Happy Mother's Day, Hollis. Wow. I, I, yes. No, I said, I, I, gave, I gave a hey, like, we mentioned it. But yeah, I should have given a right. formal. Oh, oh, you gave a yeah. hey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweet mother. We love the mothers here. I can't even get that. Like, we actually have quite a few mothers that listen to this show for some reason. God, I don't Brandon, know why. Brandon, 
<laughs> what do you mean you don't know Bogart. why? We're the eclectic <laughs> podcast. I don't just appeal to a certain demographic, okay? We appeal to everybody. I'm now, here's the thing. Yeah. Brandon, your mother, what she should do for <laughs> what she should have done for Mother's Day is tell you to get out of her house. <laughs> get the fuck worry, out of that, my that, house. That's coming, yeah, that's coming soon. Because you've taken it over. You've taken over her house. It's now it's not her house anymore. But speaking of takeover and houses <laughs> Did you like my transition? Hey, I like that, that was um, good one. So that they, was good. So they had now go with me on this one. They announced on uh, WWE.com yesterday, Wednesday, uh, they said that Triple H and Shawn Michaels have a major announcement. And I'm like, oh, God, they're pregnant. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, oh, God, they're pregnant. They're giving up NXT. You know, this is what's happening. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, I get some little jits, some little, like, 17-year-olds in the chat uh, or on, on Instagram saying, like, that's insensitive. Ooh, they got you, bro. How is that insensitive? I literally told them the story I told you. I'm like, I have a kid. I've seen what a woman goes through. I said, the way yeah. you say it is like it's a traumatic incident. It's insensitive. <laughs> this is a very happy moment. It, Becky Lynch, if I had to told that joke to Becky Lynch, right? I promise you should have <laughs> laughed. So if, if, if the source of that joke would have laughed, you have no right to, to, to tell me that it's insensitive. <laughs> Hollis, by the way, who's in the chat right now yeah. and is a mother liked all of those That's comments right. and liked that picture and, and and laughed at it so again mothers are finding it funny yet the 17 year old males because this generation wants to be so damn offended by everything it's like come <laughs> on man like i really need to, to teach y'all how to just like there's ways to say it it'd be it'd be different if you know i don't know like becky lynch had a career in ending injury and yeah. i said i guess you know broke her leg and i said i guess she doesn't have any feet to stand on anymore <laughs> You know, oh, yeah, then, it's soon, like, right? then it's yeah. like, then it's like, whoa, whoa, chill out. That's something you don't joke about. All right. But anyway, Hollis, yeah, go, please go teach those teenagers how to not be offended at everything. But anyway, back to it. Um, yeah, I made that joke. And then yet yeah, the last thing I expected was this whole announcement for NXT takeover in your house. So they're bringing back the in your house name and logo. Uh, which now makes sense, because I don't know if you know, but a couple, I think the Revival had like retweeted it or something. There was a show uh, that was using the In Your House graphics and name, and WWE basically put the kill switch on it real quick. Oh, damn. Uh, a couple months ago. And now it kind of makes sense, because they're like, you know, people are like, oh, big bad WWE, they can't let, they don't even use that anymore. Now it makes they're sense make that they were going to revive the in your house names, yeah. uh, but anyway, you know, I, I I'm excited for this. I, I, I kind of feel like it gives them an excuse to like do something special with this. You know, literally maybe have a fight in a house. So I want to volunteer my house. You can fight in my backyard. <laughs> I've recently mowed the lawn, trimmed the hedges. You know, uh, weed whack the whole place. Uh, That's right. So yes. You can use my house. I will be charging $30 a beer, and I will be giving <laughs> I was here lawn gnomes out to everybody that comes. Yeah. All right? Speaking Main event, of which, Adam Cole yeah. versus Velveteen Dream at my house. Go ahead. <laughs> but speaking of which, yes, you said. Yeah, no, I was saying, like, at your house, man, aren't you getting, like, uh, some workout equipment, too? It'll be like a little mini performance center. Oh, in your God. House. I told Brandon. <laughs> I told Brandon that, you know, I'm craving working out, you know, like, look, look, look at me. I got no muscles here. I need, I need, like, I, I need to get on the game train real quick. So I need to get on the game train real quick. So I was talking about buying a power rack. 
for those of you who don't know what a power rack is, Google it. But that's exactly what happened. Brandon goes, uh, yeah, when, instead of getting a power rack, why don't you get uh, one of those things? Uh, it's like this, like, it's got this bar and like you put the barbell on and like uh, you just, you know, you just use that. Like, uh, just, just use that. I can't so remember what Brandon Google searches it in front of me to like show me. <laughs> what does this bastard pull up? A power rack. I'm sorry. Brandon man, I'm mansplained. Sorry. He he tried to fit explain. No, he he fit explained me because of all. He's so jacked. He's wearing his shirt, his baggy two XL shirt right now to hide his gains. But he tried to he tried to fit explain to me. Uh, fitness equipment, and I was talking about the right piece of equipment. Like it really pissed me off. Like low joke, all jokes aside, I was like, I literally am talking about what you're talking about. But no, I'm that, sorry. That, that, that. I, yeah. yeah, I forgot the name of it. I was like half asleep. You know, it's, it was like it was hard to get it all <laughs> come together. That I was talking about a power rack, which is what he told me about already. But he's gonna have it there. He's getting swole. He's gonna hit the ring soon, man. I, I'm gonna see this guy. That's what, gonna see this guy training. That's what I need to do. Is I need to start training. Yeah. Like, like, come on now. Like, I can't. I can't make excuses all my life. I'm about to t- turn 31. There's a pandemic going on, and yeah. damn it, I need to stop making excuses. I need to be grateful for things <laughs> in life. But let's start wrapping this thing up, Brandon. We've gone a little bit long here. Um, maybe let's see anything else to talk about. Uh, I guess the, <laughs> let's talk about really briefly. Uh, the segment with uh. Vanguard one getting killed was amazing. Oh, no. I loved, I loved it. And then, uh, of course, that led to the challenge: the elite versus the inner circle for the at the stadium stampede match. So they're utilizing uh, TIAA Bank Field, which is going to be awesome. So at least we're yeah, not going to do this. Yeah, basically, I don't want to say basically a cinematic match because I don't know. It might just be a match taped on the field, but I'm expecting a cinematic match. Um, I think that's that's going to be cool, kind of like what they did at Money in the Bank. Which I'm not saying that in a negative way. People always compare these things. Oh, AEW's doing what WWE's doing, or WWE's doing what AEW's doing. I'm just happy we have fucking wrestling right now. So, you know, in the same way Money in the Bank was, they probably will have the live show, you know, with all these matches, and then the main event will be cutting to the stadium stampede match. So yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. I think it'll be good. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited more so for double or nothing. But yes, yes, rip rest in peace, Vanguard one, two thousand sixteen <laughs> to two thousand twenty. Let's talk about rest in peace because Cody uh comes in on his Ford F one fifty and he just nudges a barricade for two <laughs> seconds. I, like what like I felt like that, that segment fell short. Like to me, like he should have destroyed yeah, like yeah, yeah. But it was like he was like he was like, guys, I don't want to scratch up my F one fifty. This should have given him, yeah, like a, a truck you can mess with. I wouldn't want to mess up if I had a nice truck like that. I wouldn't want to use an ankle get it scratched up. But yeah, that was just, pretty so funny. So just rent the like fucking it. truck. Put, put, like a, put a damn, uh, what do you call it, like the bumper grill in the front so that he could yeah. just really just, like, just go for the it. Com- yeah, like if the I commentators know, really sold it, though. So that, I know, they sold it, it like, like it was Austin destroying the set or something. I'm just like, come on. <laughs> Like I, I just feel like it didn't help his character. That's all it is. It's like, like just go for it, man. I wanted more yeah, out of he it. Did, yeah, he didn't even like run it over. He just like nudged it down and like reversed. Like got out. It's like all right. No oh, man, but uh, so cool. you know the, the the last thing I want to get into uh, before we go, um, there are rumors that SummerSlam because Boston. Uh, the mayor of Boston has said, where SummerSlam is supposed to be held, I should mention, has said that sporting events will not start till about September eighth. Uh, so boo. there are rumors that 
one of two things are happening. Uh, either SummerSlam is getting postponed until about September, or they're thinking about changing the location to one of the major rumors is Florida. Tampa. Well, yeah. Yes. Yes. And that, to me, that makes sense because they're like, Vince is probably like, damn it. <laughs> we were supposed to have WrestleMania and Tampa Bay. <laughs> Give them SummerSlam. Yes. But I don't think like, it's a fair trade-off, damn it. We, we are owed a WrestleMania. <laughs> That's like saying Brandon was supposed to give me sex, and now he's going to give me a hand job. Yeah. I don't, hey, look. You know it's, what, I, I, it's, I'll take day, it. I'll take still, it. Yeah, but finished. I want more, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you want more. You want so much more. So much like, more. And look, we could be getting Battleground, so... You'd be happy. We're, we're getting a major, a major WWE. <laughs> like I almost, I almost stopped being a WWE fan after that. But, <laughs> but anyway, guys, we're running a little bit long. And again, I wanted to thank you all for a great episode. I, I feel like I rambled a lot on this one because I was just so angry about some things, Passionate. namely, namely some pieces of shit like Brian Alvarez and <laughs> Tom Segura and definitely Alberto Del Rio. But guys, not before that what they did is comparable. But no, yeah. not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Um, but guys, before you leave, uh, if you're in audio land right now, please leave us a five-star rating and review. Leave us a funny comment. You know, we like to laugh, uh, subscribe to us wherever you are, Spotify, Google play music, which is going away soon. And it's going to become Google, uh, YouTube music. So I'll have to look into how to move our podcasts over there and migrate it over so that you fans on Google can continue to listen. Uh, but Spotify, Google play music, uh, Apple music, or I should say Apple podcasts, Stitcher, just, we're on everything, damn it. And if you're on YouTube and you're watching our pretty little faces, which I still look red for some reason, which is not actually how I look. It's just the lighting for some reason is all dark and weird. See, like, like if I cover it mm -hmm. up, like I'd become less red. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're here, please, before you leave, hit a thumbs up. And if you're watching this after the fact, we have a question in the comments down below uh -oh. that I want you to uh -oh. answer. Do you think Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins will have a boy or a girl? Hey. And which do you prefer? Twins. Damn That's it. what I prefer. Right. Uh, one boy and one girl. <laughs> they're going to run the damn divisions, their respective divisions in a couple years. Like 20 years. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. But I want to leave you with this. Um, full disclosure. I'm going to leave you with a quote, a little video that I posted on my personal Instagram, which is at Kenny for your thoughts, believe it or not. So my personal Instagram is actually our podcast name. Um, that's where I got it from. Um I wanted to leave you with this. This was on Mother's Day. I had I just shot a video, very organic. You can see that my beard's all ruffled because I had a mask on all day. Like, point is <laughs> the point is like this was a very raw moment, and I these are the kind of thoughts that I have. I, I'm a very positive person, or try to be, and I so wanted to leave you all with this. Hopefully, it will help somebody out there. So random video, but um, I kind of wanted to talk to you all about the word gratitude and something I've been trying to do as of late. Uh, especially in these quarantine times, you know, just trying to change your mindset. Um, tell me if this is familiar, okay? So today I was on a uh, on the roof with my dad, and we're painting a chimney. And all I could think about was the fact that, you know, what if I fall off, you know, mask on you. Um, what if I fall off this roof right now? What if my flip-flop slips, I go tumbling down, and that's it. This is the last time I ever... Um, I'm ever alive and ever see my parents, you know, especially on Mother's Day when my mom's cooking us a nice, beautiful meal inside. And, uh, you know, parents, you tell me this. You ever put your kid down and you're sitting there and you're looking at them breathe 
and you're like, wow, this is, you know, what a wonderful child I created. But then all of a sudden the thoughts creep in like, oh my God, what if my child doesn't wake up? Oh my God, what if this is the last time I ever see them? You know, did I tell them I love them enough? All these things. And here's the truth of the matter. If that was to happen, you know, you lose your child or, you know, you lose a parent, things like that. Um, you can never prepare. No matter what you've done to prepare for that situation, it's going to hit you just as hard as if you didn't think about it. But what people regret the most, and studies have shown this, is that they didn't take the time to absorb looking at their child's sleep or absorb those moments with their parents. So I actively today said, you know, there's going to be a day my dad's not here anymore. So I actively enjoyed painting a chimney as simple as that is painting a chimney with this man and just enjoying the moment because there's going to be you know a day when he's no longer here and all i have is the memories of painting this chimney on mother's day you know so i challenge everybody out there um try to change your mindset we're all just negative people by nature in that sense and all those who thrive in life seem to have some sort of gratitude and some sort of thankfulness uh, in them. So I'm actively trying to become that.